content creator Claudine Francois and the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy, Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello, and thank you for being here on Healthy, Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. I am so excited to bring on today's guest. She has been all over the world and has she's experienced some amazing things, so I can't wait for her to share her knowledge with us. And she has a special gift for our community, so be sure to stick around until the end so you can hear all about it. Now, as always, if you're interested in learning more about me, my products, and my services, you could always check those out at ingoodcleantaste.com. Now, today's show topic is how to use your intuition to heal with Stephanie Holcomb. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to bring her up. Let me tell you a little bit about her first. Stephanie Holcomb is a Southern woman from Mississippi in her core and a global citizen everywhere else. She has channeled her offering to create her signature GI tract method, gut and intuition, AKA microbiome medicine. She is a nurse practitioner and a nurse midwife, a channel, an energy worker, and she loves to help support people to heal their physical body as a gateway to what she calls their subtle body. So I'm going to bring her up. She can tell us all about it. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome. Hi. Oh my gosh. So excited to have you. Thank you for being here today. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Claudine. Yes. Oh my gosh. We were talking a little bit before the show and I just know that we, you have so much to offer. So let me ask you the first thing that I ask all my guests, which is what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? Mm. There's no way to live a healthy, delicious lifestyle if you're not in alignment. For me, it's like being so authentically me. I'm so confident that the world needs all of us to be only Mm. ourselves. So to be so authentically and radiantly magnetic, just in like, why I'm here. What was I sent here from the ethers to do here on this planet and to live that and nothing else is really my most delicious life. So good. We're starting early with the zesty citrus moment today. I love that. And I feel like so many of us women have had to adjust who we are for the people around us, right? Like it's almost like, I'll just give an example. When I was in corporate, like they could not stand the fact that I would walk around singing they're like, what is, what is with this woman who's like so happy all the time? Why is she here? <laughs> and, you know, I had to change it. I had to stop being so happy in the office because it pissed people off. Mm. And it's like, why, why, why should we have to adjust our personalities to fit other people's needs? When, like you said, if we are in alignment with who we are, we are going to give off the most joy and the most gifts to the world because all of us have so much to give which we can't do for like hiding under all these covers of what everyone else expects or wants of us. Right. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think part of that is the process of being human 
I think that we all have to go through our cycles and our dark nights of the soul to really get clear on why we're here. I don't think that's that's clear to us when we come in as a baby. We don't know why we're here and the process of living out our life shows us that, right? Mm-hmm. And being committed to figuring that out versus just like living your life and not putting your focus on like, why am I here? What am I here to do? I don't think everyone has that vantage point and that mindset around like, why the hell am I here? They just are like doing the thing and going through the motions and living the life, you know? So for the souls that are here, that are here to figure it out and, you know, come hell or high water, they will go to the ends of the earth to figure it out. I feel like those souls are here for just like the biggest impact, you know, very specific. There's like a thumbprint of reasons. Where'd you go? I'm here. Oh, I hear you. I don't see you for some reason. (laughs) You don't. I see you. Oh, no. Let's see. Now your video is on on my side. Is there something covering you? It's live, y'all. This happens when it's live. (laughs) (laughs) No, I see you and me just fine. All right. Let me pull you out and pull you back in. Hold on just a sec. Okay. Oh, there she, there she is. I can see her now. Okay, she's come back. She's come back, y'all. I haven't started saying y'all now, by the way. <laughs> such, strong, such strong truth bombs. It like fritzes out the electricity. <laughs> it's like, woo, can't handle it. <laughs> I love it. That is so awesome. I'm sorry. You were in the middle of saying something. What was it you were in the middle of saying? <laughs> Just that the souls that are here to figure out why they're here. Uh, they are here for the biggest impact. You know, I wouldn't push down that agenda down everyone's throat because some people aren't here for that. That's not their soul's path. That's not their soul's journey. Mm -hmm. But for the ones that are, it's very clear that they are and they will, you know, they've got to go through the process to figure out why are you here? So those delicious lives lived by those (laughs) souls (laughs) yes love it oh my gosh i really want to start to talk about your shares because you have like a trove of amazingness that you brought with you today and this one i will admit is probably going to be the hardest for a lot of if anyone out there is like me this is going to be hard for them right sitting in stillness regularly you said if not daily stillness is medicine and all wisdom starts there tell us more about this Years and years and years ago, when I started on my own growth journey, um, I became a meditation teacher and I taught meditation for a really long time. And I still have a meditation practice. And this is not about making one better than the other. But as I have grown as a woman, as a human, as a clinician, I really get that there's a difference now. It's a subtle difference between meditation and stillness. They look the same, but they're very different. And for a lot of people who've built up in their mind that meditation is this thing that you learn, that you do, that you go and, you know, have to create this whole new life around it. It's an immediate block no different than what you just said. For those of you that are like me, it's hard, right? We've like built up this story around what it is. Mm -hmm. And so my, my intuition guided me to actually just take the word meditation out 
and actually just sit in the essence of what it is, which is stillness. And as I started doing that, I learned that stillness in and of itself is medicine. You don't have to breathe any particular way. You don't have to do anything particular with your thoughts. You don't, it's like, it is our natural essence. We come from stillness. We are stillness at our core. And so when we are just still, it's like, you don't have to try. It's like the magic just naturally infuses you because it's your essence. It's your core. And so being in stillness is a, is a bit more palatable for many people, I think, than have to like be a meditator and whatever that may or may not mean. And so I'm just like, let's just make this easy. Just be still because there's no amount of outside influence and wisdom that is more relevant for someone than what they garner from themselves when they are just still. Um, one of my mentors says that you've got to be still enough for the truth to wiggle through. And there's so much truth to that in all the ways. Um, and, and it's imperative for not just physical health, but mental health and emotional health. It's like we cannot be these crazed, busy human beings without stillness in our life and think that we're going to have health anywhere. Because again, it is our essence. It is who we are. So yeah, I just, I put that up as an offering for people to like, don't make this complicated. Don't make it hard. Mm -hmm. Just be still, you know, and practice just being still. There's a lot of like exhale and relief when we're still. It actually feels good. No agenda, no role, no breathing, no goal. Just be mm -hmm. still. You've said so many good things in there. <laughs> There's so many nuggets in there. Um, one thing that I that I heard very clearly was if we have really busy lives, which I'm pretty sure 99% of the people out there do, you have to incorporate stillness to just be sane, right? To kind of counteract all of that busyness, to counteract the craziness. And the other thing I heard you say is it is a practice, Right. For me, when I had to do the quote, quote unquote meditation thing, I was overwhelmed with like doing it right. And am I doing it right? And how do I like, I don't check it off the box, but really it's exactly what you said. It's about being still and just being and letting the thoughts come in and through you, letting whatever comes in, come in. But just that feeling of, I, for me, it's that, that feeling of, I gave myself this time. I am gifting to myself. So that I can then, I have the energy, I have the brain space, I have the patience to give to others all day long. Because that's what a lot of us are doing. We're giving mm -hmm. to others, whether it's our family, whether it's our friends, whether it's our clients, whether it's our employees, you know, we're giving all day long, giving yourself that 5, 10, 30, whatever, how many minutes it is of stillness to like get yourself ready for the day, get yourself aligned, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I love your words. You have so many great words. I'm going to start writing them down because I love the way you put these things. It just, it really resonates. Um, and having that time for stillness, it just, how do you feel? Do you feel like it sets you up for the day or do you do it at night? Like when do you make time for stillness? I think that probably in the beginning when I, you know, cause again, I, I meditated for a long time. So the, so it looks the same, right? 
And instead of kind of in the world of meditation, I believe that there's like, you set your timer and you do it for 10, 15 minutes. Right. And it's a Mm -hmm. thing you do. And I I know that I'm kind of speaking probably more advanced or more having done it a while, but I just kind of want to paint this picture that this is where it heads. This is where it leads. It's not something that you, um, stillness is, is like, uh, it's an art, right? It's, uh, when I'm in the middle of a meeting that gets, that's out of control, Mm -hmm. I know how to just be still. I can feel it in my body. And so it's not something I do have a cushion. I do have an altar. I do do it on regular basis right to like, <laughs> you know, but I will say, you know, I, I encourage people to move away from the idea that you're doing it so that you can go out there and be this crazed human. <laughs> because we live a very crazed culture and very crazed life. And this is a lot of the illness that I see in women mm. is because we are very crazed, right? So I am not the one to promote to say, you need to do this so that you can go do that better. Because inevitably, the more still you are, again, Nobody is going to tell you more about your own truth and your own path, your own wisdom, your own desires, your own life, your own like juiciness that makes you you. Nobody, you're not going to get that anywhere more than when you're just still and quiet. And again, like my mentor says, and the, and the truth wiggles through. Mm. This is a lot of intuition work. Because when you put this amazing feminine being called a woman in front of me who doesn't have an access point to her own intuition, how do you give someone their intuition? How do you tell someone how to access it? How do you teach them that, right? Mm. I have tried all of the brain ways to like how to teach you to have your own intuition because it's (laughs) yours and yours alone, right? Mm-hmm. And where I am in my practice now is like, that doesn't work because your intuition is like your internal pilot light. How do you mm-hmm. access that? It's not because of anything I'm telling you or showing you or teaching you outside of you. It's like, if I, if I can just invite you into your own stillness, you learn more about your intuition than any place else on the whole planet. Because it's inside you, it's burning bright. We just have this heady, busy world and mind that we go out the door and we're so distracted from our pilot light. So mm. why sit in stillness? Gosh, because I want you to feel your the heat of your own pilot light would be like, why? Not so that you're this like happy, healthy person that helps everybody else. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want you to be so intimately connected to your pilot light, which yes. you can't feel the heat of it, much less the intricacies of the crackles and the flames and the colors and the burning and the shape. Mm-hmm. You can't unless you're still enough to just feel it over and over and over. It will change your freaking life. 
girl, I'm getting chills over here. Like, why don't we feel the heat of our own pilot lights? <laughs> yeah, I just, I want this for women everywhere. Like, I, I'm so passionate about it because it's like, imagine a world where women everywhere were so sovereign and so in tuned with their pilot light, their signature pilot light that's unlike anybody else's. And that fuels their life and that fuels what they do. We would have more women to give the middle finger to corporate and to like turn their lives upside down and go live a life that they're wildly passionate about all because of their own inner knowing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not something you decide. It's something you feel. It's like this. <sighs> this really, and tell me about this meditation cushion that you have up here. I'm, I'm guessing this is similar to the one that you use. It is. Um, and look, you can sit on a, a brick. <laughs> I don't care what you, you know, you can, (laughs) this is is not required. Whatever your ass is sitting on is not required to be still. And this is one of my favorite it's buckwheat. And so it just shapes and holds and it doesn't flatten Mm. like a pillow, which when you sit many, many hours, right. Um, that being said, I also like to destigmatize the idea that you got to go somewhere and sit right? Sometimes I just wake up in the morning and it's like this perfect, pleasurable morning. I've been staying out at our camp house where I like sleep with the windows open. So when I, when I wake up, I hear, I hear the forest, I hear the birds. It's so pleasurable that Mm -hmm. I just lay right there and I just like feel, and I just am still enough to acknowledge. So like, you know, you don't have to go sit anywhere except right where you are. And in the beginning, I understand you got to separate your like crazy busy day from like doing something different. Einstein is the one that said it, doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting different results is actually the definition of insanity. So you got to break the pattern somewhere. And if you need like a pretty cushion to go sit on in the corner of your closet to close the door in the dark, I love to sit in stillness in the darkness as well. It like, again, it takes you into this like underworld closed place of there I am. So. Love it. Oh, so good. All right. So this tip that you gave is so good. It says the energy moves up, which means when trauma, grief, or energy blocks are in the lower chakras, energy literally can't get through. This is the overlap of physical gut healing. Explain how the energy, the trauma affects our ability to heal our guts. Mm. I don't think a lot of people understand that connection. And I'm so, I can't wait to hear how you put it. (laughs) Yeah. So this is, so we started out talking about stillness and I guess I should just kind of preface and just say my entire clinical practice is a gut health practice where I marry physical gut health, like microbiome, physical, when you touch your your body, that, and energy and intuition. Mm -hmm. And so the reason is because when you look at someone's physical body and they have any form of GI problem, right? You can go to a gastroenterologist in allopathic medicine 
and get a lot of different ICD-10 codes or or diagnosis, right? It can be IBS, it can be Crohn's, it can be ulcerative colitis, it can be GERD, it can be this, it can be that, blah, 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 whatever it is, doesn't matter. When you look at the ancient forms of medicine, our middle section from like our breast to our uterus, that area is our emotional storehouse, right? Mm-hmm. This is not my opinion. This is ancient, ancient, ancient wisdom. This is our emotional storehouse. So from that understanding, if you have gut issues, right, and I'm speaking to all of those of you who might be listening, who have searched and searched and searched for all the pharmaceuticals and all the medicine, and it's all been about the 3D in your physical body and medicines that man has made, I invite you to just consider that there's more going on behind the scenes that you can't see and you can't touch, but most definitely you can feel. So when you have a gut issue that can range from little gut issues to like it overwhelms your life, right? So there's a spectrum wherever you fall, inevitably you have some emotional blockage behind it because that's the part of our body. That's the storehouse of our emotions. So of course, what does that mean in English? What that means in English is because if you can actually open the door to blocked emotions, there's a lot of trauma, grief, hurt, pain that we live in a culture here in the United States that does not in any way, shape or form equip us nor have the, a healthy conversation around what it means to have these emotions. They're just emotions. They're not bad. They're just, they just are, but they tend to get stuck because our, our understanding at from this culture is that they're bad and they're wrong and we push them away. And so if, as long as they're pushed away and locked behind closed doors, the more they sit there and they churn and they grow and they fester, this is the heart of trauma and trauma work. And so for me, understanding so when someone comes in and what they understand right now is I've got gut problems. I'm bloated. I'm constipated. My stomach hurts, da, 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 whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that they think it's just about their body. And when I come over here and I'm talking about, well, okay, let's talk about the rest of you and the rest of your life, that the two have to go hand in hand to ever heal, to ever get off of the hamster wheel of med after med after med after med, because you cannot medicate emotion. We try our damnedest in allopathic medicine. (laughs) Anxiety and depression and grief, and you cannot medicate it. And so it's just a really important, and I agree, a very uncommon conversation for people to even be exposed to. And that to me is my signature blueprint. Like I'm a very, like I just, as a clinician, it's never about the body. The body is just like what speaks. It's always about the energy moving through it and energy moves up. And so when you have lower chakra, which is an energetic term, if you have lower blockages, right, in the lower part of your body and energy moves up, you, it can't get through because you've got, imagine it like 
barnacles in there. It's like all crabby and closed and tight and bleh in there. Energy isn't free flowing and moving, right? So yes, you go through and you can hear God by doing the physical stuff. That's not important. That's not, sorry, that is very important. You can't not do it without it. But unless you work with someone who understands that the two are married together with energy work to understand this trauma and this grief and this loss, um, you're always going to be stuck looking for the physical and you're never going to find it. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Cause the body's just responding to what you're giving it. So if you're given, if you're giving it this trauma energy, if you're feeding it things that it does not want, and I mean, feed in the metaphorical sense and the physical, like all of the things yeah, your body, the symptoms are not the problem, right? The symptoms are just showing you there's something going on. Oh, that's so good. I want to get to this quote you have. Oh my goodness. So amazing. <laughs> an aligned, powerful woman will heal the world. Can we get it? Oh my God. And we get a freaking amen on that. And literally, Claudine, you're going to have to cut me off because I could talk for the next week about this com- this topic alone. <laughs> so just say stop, Stephanie, stop. I look, if there is anything when my time comes and I die and on my tombstone, I want this printed. That and the kindness of strangers is the lubricant of travel. That's my only other quote I've ever quoted. Love it. A, a, an aligned, powerful woman will heal the world. I look again, could say this all day. The truth is, this is what I believe. I believe that we are in a very unique time. The energy on the planet and for the women who hear me and can resonate with this, just know I am speaking to you because you are part of it. You would feel this transmission if this is you. We are in an energetic change in our humanity and our planet. A lot of the masculine structures that have been built around us since the industrial age are literally crumbling We can see this in government. We can see this in economics. We can see this in world currency. We can see this in the physical 3D structures that is the masculine energy that has built this world. Right now, we are in this beautiful turnover. It chills all the way through me when I say this, which is truth moving through my body, is that the feminine or the the energetic body of the feminine, which is going into, well, that's a whole nother show of masculine and feminine, but the feminine body, which is the heart of a woman, right? This is what's rising on the planet. Mm. So for women, for me and for you and for you and for you and for you, the healthier that we are individually as a woman when we are powerful and aligned and clear and whole and very, very, very tapped into our intuition, which is the gift, a gift of the feminine, we live our lives in such a different way, right? Imagine what this world would be and could be if all of us were so aligned to our feminine essence, why we're here as a woman, you incarnated into a physical body 
mm-hmm. as a woman to do things that a man cannot. And I want women everywhere to know what power she holds inside of her. It's waiting on the other side of deconstructing all the matrix bullshit that we know up until now. And so I, that's the world I see. That's the vision I hold. That's the, that's the part of a woman that when she comes and sits in front of me, it's like, where is her key to her own self? Because all of us benefit from it, right? Imagine a world populated by that woman. We're fucking on fire. I got chills. I'm like crying over here. It's ridiculous. It's true. <laughs> right? It's true. It's so true. I think this is the first episode that, that where I've had so many um, bleep moments. <laughs> I love it. So that the Southern lady is getting real, y'all. Tell me about this uh, book. This book is called Pussy a Re- Reclamation. Yes. Tell us more about this. We want to know. Yes. So um, this book, Claudine, is almost like a primer for women everywhere. There's a woman named Mama Gina. For those of you who don't know about Mama Gina, Google her and figure her out. She used to have a school of womanly arts. Um, She wrote this book and Pussy, a Reclamation is... that that's how we're going to end the show. Every woman who is listening to this, go buy this book today, read it and read it again and read it again and read it again. And then reach out to me somehow in some of the show notes, reach out to me and tell me how it lit your soul on fire. She is, Mm. it, it encaptures so much of everything I just said from a place of women, we women, we have so much remembering to do. Mm -hmm. We have so much remembering to do. And so this book is like the gateway drug to remembering. It's so awesome. (laughs) I literally one year for Christmas, I'm not kidding you. I bought 25 copies of it and everybody that year for Christmas got this book for me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's that great. Oh my gosh. It is so, so good. All right. I'm going to put the link below for anyone who wants to heal their gut through some healthy food, some healthy meal planning, but I want you to tell us about the free gift you are offering our audience. Yeah. So there is so many directions that we could have gone with in this show. And the truth is what I really want to gift you is the gift of your own essence right? You don't need me. You don't need Claudine. You don't need anybody else to tap into your Mm. own power. So for me, my best way to suggest that for you is your own stillness. So I have created actually a format that will help hone that uh, process. It's free for you. It's a 10 day free stillness practice. Check it out, take it, do it, and then reach out and tell me, Tell me what happened. <laughs> Thank you. I will link that in the show notes. I'm so yeah. thrilled. Thank you. Stephanie, this has been amazing. <laughs> Can you come back? Yes. <laughs> Let's talk more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing so much yeah. goodness with our community. I'm going to drop you in the green room. Hang out. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Thank 
you all. Oh my goodness. Was that not absolutely amazing? Oh, Stephanie is so, so awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm tickled pink that she was able to share all that goodness with us. And I want to thank you for joining us today and remind you, how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for yourself today? Until then, be sure to join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central. And until then, have a healthy, delicious lifestyle. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Ass. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.